Babes, mm-hmm. how you feeling right now? I am okay. We I took am. a nap. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. Yes, you did. Oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. say something then. Well, I didn't know you were gonna talk. <laughs> Sorry, babes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I um, I'm feeling a little bit tired, but that's because I slept for like um at least two hours. You fell asleep before I did. Actually, no, I didn't. Oh, I mean, after I did, rather. Yes. And you were the one who said, hey, let's take a nap. But I kind of encouraged it because I also wanted some more sleep. Yeah, actually, I was, I want to take a nap, and I didn't know what you wanted to do, so. I did, too. I didn't want to say anything, though. No. <laughs> I would have preferred sex, but sleep Oh, my goodness. Definitely on the Go agenda on today. The oh, I'm not allowed to talk about certain things. Yeah. I'm being censored here. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I just. All right, all right, all right. Babes. What? It has been a week. I'm going to be birthday boy in a couple of days. Yes. Which I know you're excited about, as am I. And Actually, I'm more excited for Christmas than that. But Really? <laughs> oh, you're joking. No, no. I mean, it's, it's, a good tape. it's a good day for both of us. Why are you more excited about Christmas? <laughs> um, because I, because uh, I, um, I mean, I don't know what it is about, about the, um, this time of the year, but I always get excited about opening at least one present on Christmas Day. But but I, that doesn't mean I'm not excited about your birthday. Okay. And one of the good things about dating a blind girl is I don't have to waste money on wrapping paper, which is nice. <laughs> I like I like opening wrapping paper, though, but that's okay. Uh-oh. Does it look fancy? I hope you like my present to you this year. I hope so too. Yes. I also hope you like my present. I hope I do too. I know Joe. for sure you're gonna. I know for sure that you're gonna use what I got you. I think you're gonna use what I got you. Okay. I hope you do. I hope so too. Yes, but it's been a wild ride. Things are starting to close down again because of Omicron, <laughs> everybody's favorites pandemic extending virus, <laughs> which apparently, from what I'm reading, is like just a really bad flu. Yeah, I, I, I think they're. I think the powers that be are using it as another excuse to shut states down, and it's, um, it's really annoying. And also, uh, they for they forget that, uh, with each variant, a virus weakens over time. Yeah. So if a virus mutates and mutates, it starts to get weaker and weaker. I've actually heard people say this week, babes, that the fact that we have Omicron yeah. and it's weak is a good sign that we're getting over the pandemic. But people are trying to make it seem like this is the end of the world. It isn't. No. <laughs> and 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 I think only one person died, you said, but the person was older. I've heard now it's like two or three, but everybody I've heard about who's died has been over 50 with underlying health conditions. Yeah, underlying health conditions. And, um, yeah, and, you know, and, and the, the powers don't, the powers that be don't even consider, too, that if the, if a person could, if a person was under, um, underlying health conditions, like maybe they were overweight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that could actually, if, if the person was overweight and they lost a lot of weight, or they at least, um, lost some weight, then that could have reduced their chances of dying of a heart attack or something else. If they, even if they had the virus in them, they could have, they could have, it could have reduced their chances, but they don't even take that into consideration. I think what you're trying to say, but I'm not completely, 
I want to make sure we're on the same page is if somebody would have focused more on losing weight than staying inside, then they'd probably still be alive. Well, I'm not just talking about losing weight. (laughs) Okay. I thought you losing. Well, losing weight is an example. Okay. It's not the only thing, Mm. but a lot of people that have died have, have been overweight. Um, that's one of the reasons why, um, well, because some people that have, uh, some people that have died, um, in the past year and a half, almost two years, um, had, um, had other comorbidities, comorbidities like diabetes is what I'm trying to say. So, I mean, they're not even taking that into consideration, but if this variant is showing signs of weakness, then that's a sign that this is definitely weakening. I want this thing to be over. I do too. I and think everybody else does. Yeah, except for like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, your buddy. There. She's not my buddy. Yeah. I, Fauci. Well, yeah, Fauci's another one. Like, I, it's oh. interesting. Like, now it seems like our government conspired with some labs in China to create this virus so they could come up with a cure and lock us down. It wasn't our government. It was the Chinese government. Well, no, but they're saying that the project they worked on, we collaborated with them on. It was done over in China, but we supposedly had some part in it. Not you and I, but the U.S. government. I don't think it was us, but... but anyway, That's what they're starting to speculate. Yeah. Starting to speculate. Yeah, but the, the point being is that we want... We want all we all we want is our lives back. We just want uh we just want to feel like things will be inclusive again and we just wanna do stuff. We just want our lives back. Yeah, it's gonna be very hard for Alana to rail about prefer pronouns <laughs> if she's not going anywhere where she's being asked about them constantly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even want to get into the pronoun thing. I think it's ridiculous, too. Yes, but Yeah, the, I mean, nobody cares about... I mean, you see a guy, you know what his pronouns are. Or if you don't, you make a mistake and you apologize. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about he, him, his... She, their, they's, uh, non-binary, and so on and so forth. Yes, yes, yes. I don't yes. even know how to classify binary and non-binary. It's... It's very strange. Oh, we'll give you a, a class to go to soon, Mabes. Oh, oh well. <coughs> um, so there is hope for the new year, but I, I'm honestly I'm torn between thinking that 2022 is going to be worse than 2020 or a great year. Like I don't know what it's going to turn out being. And I could see it going either way, but I don't think it's just going to be an average year, and that's partly partially because we haven't had any average years in a while right but um yeah yeah it it could go either way but i'm 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 trying i'm trying not to think like that the next year is going to be a downer because it's it's so easy to think that Mm -hmm. because the only the only thing we can do is is to uh to try to move forward and also that the uh, powers that be realize that um, it's not helping things to uh, hold anybody back from moving forward. And uh, I think most Americans would agree that we, we can't, uh, we can't be like 
you know, it's a lot worse in, in Austria and Australia even. It's terrible. I don't know about that, babes. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, and I kind of say, like, keep remote lear- learning and remote work is an option. But for people like us who want to go out and do stuff, uh, let's, uh, come on. I want, let's, I want let's to, get this thing going again. I want to eat at my favorite restaurants. I want to go visit people in the city, whoever it is. I want to grab a beer with the guys. I want to go to live music. And okay, I get it. Not everybody can do it. Some people have a compromised immune systems, but they're staying at home anyway. They are. I mean, so like, it, why can't I go out? They're staying at home anyway. Well, and then, you know, I mean, I know that there are, uh, can you move over a little bit? No. Okay. Okay. No, go ahead. Just slightly. Okay. How's that? It's good. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, I know that um, for shut-ins, it's nothing new. They don't leave their house anyway, right? Yeah. So, but but the, for the people that actually want to do stuff because they're restless, let us do stuff. Yes, because I am restless. We we, we ask, we, we beg, we plead, we implore. We just want to do stuff. Yes, get me out of the house. Please. I'm back <laughs> living life again. Yes, please. I want to see some live music next year. I want to go to the Blues Fest, babes. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't get to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. I I want I want to smell the the smell of vendors that are at festivals like the Blues Fest. I never go to those things, so I don't care if they're back or not. But I hear what you're saying. Well, some people like food, and I do. Oh, but we never went to the vendors at Blues Fest. I know we didn't because who who's who um who uh said that we couldn't have any food, Bubs? Oh, that would have been me. Yes, it would have But that's been. because I didn't want to, us to get in the way of the music, babes. But starving me just for music. I no, but it's not like I told you that as we were. I know, I know, I, I know. I, I gave you the rundown beforehand. I know, and I did bring some snacks because I had to. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to deprive us of any kind of food. Oh, but somebody would. Well, I just wanted to see some music, babes. I think it's unhealthy. What? Seeing music? No, I think it's unhealthy to um, to to uh, not have anything to munch on at a festival like that. You of eat before you go, and you bring water, and then when you leave, you get something to eat. Yeah, but by then the vendor will be closed. No, but you pre-make stuff at home. So when you get home, you can just grab a bite out of the fridge. Uh, jeez. Oh before goodness. I leave? How can I do that before I leave? Well, you could make something the night before. <sighs> Never mind. I don't think you get it. <laughs> what? What? What did I get? <laughs> make a big thing of food the night before. Have some of it for breakfast. And then when you come home, wrap it up for dinner. Finish it. You know. I don't know. I think it's I think it's ridiculously unhealthy. Oh my goodness. Well, I still love you, unhealthy Jo. Right. Yes, yes, yes. I mean if we're if you're lucky and there's something open after the festival, then go there and eat before you go. But yeah, you'll have to do that if the festival is not anywhere near. Um even though uh there are vendors and and there are vendors and uh, there are there are some people that refuse to not go to vendors. Like, yes, you know, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, God. I had a friend one year, babes, ask me, he's like, well, how are the vendors of Blues Fest? And I, I had to explain, you're talking to the wrong person, bro. I don't know that. 
I don't know about the bathroom situation. I don't know about the vendors. I try not to go to the bathroom there. It's just not a good idea. No. No, no, no. J-Lo. Yes. I don't know if we should go here, but I guess we should because I just started it, right? Um, You know when you remember a situation differently from somebody, right? Oh, yeah. And and it seems like you two are completely diametrically opposed to what happened. Okay. I was thinking about this this morning. I was wondering to myself, how many times is it that your memory is wrong versus the other person has it incorrect versus the other person is just fucking with you and telling you a story to get a response? Okay. How? So <laughs> I let me give an example of this. I'm going to be a little bit vague, but I'm going to put in enough details to where it's you'll 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 have some idea what I'm talking about. Uh huh. Okay, so I've worked on creative projects with people. Yes. And sometimes I'll hear things like, "Well, Rick, I called you and I texted you last night." Yeah. And I'll look at my phone. There are no missed calls. Zero text from this person, right? Yeah. Or I'll hit, I'll hear, well, Rick, you turned down this opportunity, but I offered it to you first and there's no memory of it. Um, I'm not going to name any creative partners, some of which you know of and others you don't. I, I, that's happened to me before. I mean, it's not quite like that, but right. it has happened to me before. And we could extend that out to other aspects of our life, whether it's romantic relationships or encounters with friends or things of that nature. Yeah. And I'm wondering how many times do you think it is that our memories are wrong versus the other person is lying? Oh, I think a lot of times the other person's lying. Mm. Because if you have a good memory and you remember most things pretty accurately, um, if you have been keeping uh, track of what actually happened, um, I, I mean, I've had there, – there are times – I'll give you an example. This is a small one. Tell me. A mutual person that we know. Um, he's he's known you longer than he's known me. I won't mention who it is. Okay. Uh, wanted to uh, wanted to take lessons from me, and this person said, "Hey, uh, did you get my email?" And I said, "No, I haven't gotten your email." Yeah, I emailed you. I emailed you several times. I said, I haven't gotten an email you have, uh, from you ever. <laughs> I even checked, I, I checked everything. I checked my inbox and I was thinking to myself, I checked my inbox. I checked my deleted messages. I've checked my spam email. And I said, uh, I don't have your email. Cause, and, and at this time, um, at the time I didn't even have his contact information. And I'm thinking, okay, either, I really didn't get an email from you or or you are completely lying and actually want my email address. <laughs> wow. So I actually saw this person as a very credible guy who knows how to do follow up with people. He didn't do that with me, unfortunately. Uh -oh. Now, that's a small example and I don't think him bad about that. But I but at the same time, I'm like, I never got an email from this guy at all. And uh, I didn't even add him to my contact information because why would I? I mean, I 
never emailed him and he never emailed me back. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, now he, uh, uh, I'm apparently still on his uh, <laughs> contacts, I think. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious, though. He, he, he said he did, and I'm like, no, I never got an email. I could have sworn that he, you gave him your email, but I could be wrong. No, I didn't. I asked for his, but there was no reason for me to email him because I was waiting for him to make his decision. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Now, he he may remember that wrong, but I really didn't get an email from him until he finally put me on his contact information. Yeah, it is interesting when people tell you that, or it's even more bizarre when you remember a story completely differently. Like, somebody says, well, you completely turned down this opportunity when I asked you about it, and there's no memory of that whatsoever. Exactly. Or... what? I'm, I'm going to give you a real life example. Okay. Instead of just beating around the bush. Yeah. And this was not what I was thinking about earlier, but this person, since this person is me too, I think I can pick on them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was once working at an organization. They're allegedly me too. Yeah. Rick remembers stuff wrong, and and he hears things wrong in the communities, right? Yeah. And this was uh. An organization, this is like over 10 years ago, where we were required to do work at night. Mm -hmm. The question came up, should we have um, a full night off or an evening off where we have just a few hours after work? Now, it was a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. So the consensus from everybody except for the boss was we need a full night off to unwind from how crazy shit is going to be. It's understandable. So the next day I'm having lunch with the boss and he says, well, Rick, uh, what else do we have to talk about in the meeting today? I brought up the thing and I said, well, we still have to discuss whether or not we're going to have evenings off or a night off. And he's like, oh, no, you guys are getting an evening off. We all uh, agreed to that yesterday. I'm like, really? We go to the meeting and he says, okay, you all agreed on evenings. Everybody to a T sided with my Side of events. Really? Of course. And, of course, we only got evenings off because we weren't the ones in control of things. I wonder if it's – I wonder why he said that. Like, I'll just I'll just say this really quick. I wonder if he said, oh, you guys are getting an evening off and we decided it is because he wanted to make it seem like he was the one that made the decision, right? I think he wanted to make it seem like it was a decision that we all agreed with. Wow. But nobody – Listen, I didn't really call him out, but nobody called him out there. But everybody came to me afterwards and was like, that's complete bullshit. None of us said we just wanted an evening off during the week. We all wanted a full night off. Wow. And so in relation to the kind of the things that have been going through my head, I start to think sometimes people come up to me and say, well, Rick, you said this or you said that. And Mm -hmm. I'll think to myself – Oh, I feel so guilty. I don't even remember doing that. And now I'm starting to think my memory isn't perfect. But sometimes I don't remember saying something or turning down an opportunity because I never did. I honestly think that for the, I think, I honestly think that, um, um, maybe it isn't, maybe it isn't you. 
So sometimes it can legitimately be me because I do have a better than average memory, but that doesn't mean that it's perfect. But I think a lot of the times it's the other person just trying to yeah. see what they can get a rise out of me. Yeah, I think it's their idea of gaslighting you. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Um, you said this or you did this and you're thinking, am I crazy? Did I actually do or say that or not do or not say that? And I think more times than not, you're in the right or I'm in the right and they're not. And it doesn't mean that it's always the case. And it doesn't mean that I don't fuck up, but it, if I have no memory of it consistently and I have a better than average memory, it might be that the other person is gaslighting me, which is a really horrible thing to do. Like it's one thing for me to joke, with you and say, oh, babes, you said you were going to give me a blowjob on the bottom. Oh, my goodness. But if I continue going down really, the path. Really? If I continue going down the path and I'm like, no, babes, you really said that. And I stick to it, like, seriously. You know what I mean? And if I do stuff like that consistently, at some point, I'm just being a horrible human being. That sounds, because I'm making up stuff. I mean, if somebody is constantly doing that to you or if a person is constantly doing that to me, I would say that's. That's a form of mental abuse. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if you're going to constantly gaslight me, but you're not going to take responsibility for any stuff that you do, then uh, something's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Not me or not you. Uh, um, and I mean you. But uh, yeah, yeah, I know. But a lot of times it seems like it's the person and it's not, it's not us. That's what it seems like to me. I think you're right. Yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be too hard on yourself, especially if you know that you you distinctly remember it and you couldn't forget it. So, I, I think the conclusion I'm coming up with, babes, is going forward. If I feel like somebody's gaslighting me. Mm -hmm. Give them less opportunities to do that. Absolutely, I'm gonna start being a little bit more strict about just cutting people out. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it's good that you uh, become more assertive and, but also uh, give them opportunities to show you that maybe they, uh, you know, show you that they, they, they may not, um, you know, if they, if they end up not doing that to you again, I don't know. It's a balancing act. It is. Um, and I've already cut people out, you know, who I thought were fucking with me. And make them stop fucking with me. What? What was that for, Beebs? You don't like that word. Bubs, we already went over this ad nauseum, okay? Okay. Okay. Stop, 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 stop. 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 <laughs> I love you, nauseum J-Wool. <laughs> no, but I mean, gaslighting is not good. Don't do it. No. And if somebody keeps doing it to you constantly, maybe you should cut them out of your life. Like... I've had people who have gaslighted me in a way to where not only am I questioning things, but I've gotten really sad thinking, oh, I really must have fucked up in this situation or messed up, as J-Lo would say. And then I start to think about it later and I'm like, why don't I have any memory of this huge experience in that person's life? Maybe it's because they are trying to manipulate. Yeah. Manipulate, manipulate you into thinking, oh, I did something wrong. So here's a question for you, babes. Yeah. And there's no black and white answer to this. But do you think that people who do that on a regular basis mm -hmm. 
and again, it could we're we're talking about it in the relation of artistic partnerships, really, because I gave an example of the boss who wasn't it wasn't an artistic thing, yeah, but it was so I could tell you a real life situation in that is in place of the one that I was thinking of this yeah. week, right? Uh, but it could also be again, it could be in romantic relationships or friendships. Yeah. So it could be in any aspect of your life. Yeah. Do you think that people who like to gaslight know that they're doing it, or do you think that they generally have convinced themselves that this is a reality? I think it could be both, mm-hmm. because there's been some misunderstandings that I have been in where um, somebody saw it differently. Um, but I, I, you know, someone saw it completely differently than I did. Yes. And, and I knew that clearly this person was more in the wrong than I was. But at the same time, it's like, well, uh, and there are times where I've let things go like, oh, maybe they saw it differently, but they didn't realize, um, they didn't realize what was going on with me. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But, but, but I think it's both. Yeah, and, and for real, it's like, well, this is where I was about to say something, and then I realized we could get into confirmation bias. Yeah. I believe that I mess up, and I have a lot of bad qualities, but one thing that I think I'm pretty good at, that I think you're going to side with me on, because other people have, is that when I realize I'm wrong, I'm open about it. I don't try to hide it. I'm glad you don't. I say it like it is, even if that means uh, throwing some shade on myself once in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's true about myself. W- what's your opinion on that? Oh, yeah. And, I, and I'm glad that you are the first person to admit when they're wrong. And, and a lot of men wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I usually, I try not to justify it. So I try not to say, well, J-Lo, uh, I was wrong when I yelled at my friend this week, but it was because of you. You know, <laughs> right. I, I try to say, well, I was wrong. Here's maybe why I did it, but it doesn't excuse what I did. Right, exactly. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I, 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 a lot of men would not be the first people to admit that they're wrong um because uh they'll they'll place the blame on somebody else and people who are in my inner circle have said that about me years before we met they've said oh yeah rick i i do really like that you're willing to call yourself out on your own bullshit but here's where we get into a problem is there's the the confirmation bias comes into the fact that you're dating me and my friends who are my tight-knit group are my tight-knit group for a reason. So maybe I'm not good at that, and I just tell myself that I am, and I'm surrounding myself with yes men and yes lover ladies. And a yes lady. Okay. I don't know. Hopefully that's not the case. No, no, you've admitted to me when you were wrong, even if it was a small thing. Thank you, babes. And I've tried to do the same thing and admit to you when I was wrong. Yes. And I think it's important. It shows a growth... Um, it shows that you're you're willing to um, you're willing to be honest with another person, and uh, you're not you know you're not placing the blame on other people because you you can't blame other people for something that you did. Yes, clearly yes, yes. you did it. Yes, and I think I think that you know there are women and men that will just constantly blame people and say, oh well, I didn't do this because of this person or. I wasn't successful because of so-and-so. 
And it's like, well, what is the uh, what is the constant factor in all that? That it's you, you. yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, maybe you should go look at yourself instead of looking at other people, um, blaming them from for all your problems. Maybe it's you that is uh, choosing to be uh, reactionary. Yeah, when you don't, you know, you you make a choice to do that. Now, if someone did do you wrong, that's one thing, but if you constantly react to something where you could have done something to improve that situation. Again, I would ask, um, who was the constant factor? It was you. Mm. <laughs> right? Yes. I know so many people are just like, oh, well, uh, my circumstances are because my parents were horrible or uh, they didn't get me whatever, so I couldn't do such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the factor in all the all those situations you were? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's it's uh not always the other people, but if you're the constant factor in a situation, then look at look it. At, look at yourself. Yeah, something I've noticed myself doing recently that I don't like. Yeah. Well, one, I wasn't really active on social media. I mean, I would post occasionally, but when the pandemic happened... Uh-huh. You weren't that active anyway. Yeah, but it, it got out of control a little bit. Oh, it did? Okay. When, when, the, when the pandemic started. Okay. Um, and I'm excluding Clubhouse because that's where I, you know... You go mostly. Yeah. But I've been more active on Facebook than I would like. Twitter, no, because it's just a place where... You, I'm, I'm left-wing, but that's just an, a, a place for ex- insane lefties, I think. In, insane people in general. There's some saying what right wing people, but I, I do think it's more. No, I meant people in general. I'm not saying I'm not talking about any uh, political affiliation. Oh, okay. But um, I want to become less active on social media next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's a real. I think maybe you should only use it for posting stuff that you like. Mm-hmm. Posting food, uh, posting pictures, but very, very seldomly. Yeah, not necessarily going off on politicians. So I'll tell you what I did uh, <laughs> last night, which you're either going to love or hate. They, they have, I know you've never used Facebook, but they have this feature called Facebook Memories. Oh. And it's basically, it shows you what you posted that day in history on Facebook in oh, case wow. you can repost it. Okay. So yesterday, uh, oh, the cops are coming. In, no, it's the ambulance. Oh, good. In 2017, I posted a thing saying, I just finished reading What Happened by Hillary Clinton. It's a political thriller about a corrupt monster who attacks conservatives. And the monster is so bad that uh, the country (laughs) ends up electing a uh, lunatic conservative Nazi sympathizer. And the book is told through the perspective of the corrupt monster. Interesting read. And I read that yesterday and started laughing. I'm like, oh, I got to repost that. Um, why did you do that? What do you mean? Why? Why did I do what? <laughs> why? You knew you were going to get some blowback. No, no no one actually commented on it. Oh, okay. But as soon as I posted, I'm thinking, yeah, that is funny and true. But, you know, come on. I didn't love the book. And I, and I, and I, and, I, and, and to be real, I didn't read the book. Oh. <laughs> right. So it's not 100% <laughs> true, but true. But from what I've heard of it, that is what the book is about. 
I mean, okay, um, back to the whole victimization thing Go ahead. that I just um, talked about just a, uh, about a couple minutes ago. Tell me. Hillary Clinton is a total, is it actually a very, very good example of this, is how she, um, she places blame on everybody else, but she doesn't realize that she is not, um, not the kind of person uh, you'd want to have dinner with. Did you ever read the Donna Brazil book? No. You know who she is, though, right? Yes, I do. I'm I'm not a fan of hers either. Well, Donna Brazil had some criticism for the Clinton campaign in Mm. 2016 because... Now, I read her... I actually did read this book. It's not like the Hillary Clinton book where I'm just trying to... I'm not going to read Hillary Clinton's book. I don't don't need to hear her dumb propaganda. I read her husband's stupid book. Um, What book was that? It was called, like... um, Oh God! It was it was the one that came out in two thousand four. My life, I want to say it was called. It was it was oh. a memoir of his life. I didn't I didn't really dig it to be honest. Well, okay, no, but, I I I I know about the the controversy with um the questions, um that Hillary Hillary Clinton was asked. Yeah, with CNN. But the, the greater thing in the Donner Brazil book was. Now, who knows how much of it is true or how much of it Donna Brazil is saying to try to cover her own ass. But according to her, she knew that there was problems with the way Hillary was polling uh, and tried to convince other people in the campaign, hey, listen, you got to get this candidate out there and get on top of these stories. Uh, and the, according to her, the, the Hillary Clinton people did not listen uh, and were shocked when she was defeated in 2016. Well, yeah. yeah um yeah, I I am not a fan of Donna Brazil, but I'm also not a fan of the Clintons. I, I don't know if I told you this, but years ago, and I can't remember when this happened, I watched a, a documentary of the Clintons. And, uh, yeah, I was not too impressed with them when I saw I think it was like a miniseries. And uh, I wasn't too impressed with them uh, even at the beginning of... Uh, even at the beginning of the documentary. You got to say this. Bill Clinton, as corrupt as he is, is a very smart man, right? So give him his due. He he is very intelligent, and so is Hillary. And they had to overcome a lot in their lives to get to where they are. I will, now, I will give them credit for that. Having said that, something I've noticed about people who become successful, not always, but most of the time, they tend to turn against the people they came across. So the Clintons, you know, uh, weren't necessarily the best for the poor people of this country. They did, they did some stuff, but overall they weren't. No. Yeah. We need it. We need like people who are actually liberals, but uh, you already know that. Sorry. No, we don't. Now. Yeah. Go on. Let's make fun of some other Democrats. All right. Now this is, this is my kind of language. All right. My kind of language. Yeah. Bubble. What do you think of what's going on with another corrupt asshole named Joseph Manson? Well, no, okay. You're you're not going to like this, and Uh-oh. I think I told you before. The only thing I agree with him on was that I'm glad that he killed the bill. Uh, I am not a fan of Joe Manchin. Um, there are things that I can... There are uh, maybe a couple of things that I could agree with him on, but um, I'm glad the bill is... Uh, now, now I have heard that even though um, he didn't vote on the bill, um, 
it's not completely it's not I forgot what what I, what I heard like it wasn't completely uh gone or what well, it was I can't remember what it was let me break it down to you the way I understand it which may or may not be correct right it's not correct but go on oh my goodness it's not correct <laughs> no it's not correct um one the bill would have helped a lot of people so and and he can he wanted he voted he got his vote on the bill that was meant for uh big corporations and giving them a handout and joe manson is super corrupt like uh, his daughter was involved with the EpiPen scandal and um all this type of stuff but we don't need to go there right now the way i understand it is Without Joe Manchin and your buddy Kirsten Cinema, I don't, I don't, I don't. Need, I'm not a fan of hers either. Oh, you aren't. Every time I bring her up, you're always like defending. Her. No, the only, you know what I was defending? <laughs> I wasn't defending her necessarily. I was defending people's privacy. <laughs> oh, stop, stop, stop! <laughs> All right, let me talk. Yeah. Don't get twiggled there, Jay. Oh, I said I twiggle, bub. Oh my goodness! It's just that you're the only one here that I can tickle. Oh my goodness! Let's get back to this. <laughs> So they don't have enough votes to pass this bill. But I heard that Bernie is going to try to push for the Senate to vote on it. So at least it's on record that Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema are against it. Um, so, so I don't like Joe Manchin. I think he, he's an evil man. But you say that about a lot of people you don't like. I do say that a lot of, a lot of people I don't like. And coincidentally, they're all evil. <sighs> what? <laughs> You. <laughs> I think he's bad for this country. And uh, he should really be out of office. And he probably should have been out of office a long time ago. Now, the Joe Manchin thing has an interesting twist. He, you know, is, is going on about how I, I'm not going to vote for this. I got what I wanted. Me and my family are becoming rich off of... He didn't say that me and my family would become rich. No. But, you know, you, you get the gist. No. And I'm going to tell you what I think about this, but... All right, but before we get there, last, uh, I want to say Friday, Charlemagne the God... <laughs> oh, yeah. ...has a show on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. And he interviewed Kamala Harris and asked her straight out, who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? And she flipped out on him. She did, and he, and she she was talking like um because I guess her um he, I could hear her talk, but it sounded like her microphone was off. She was pretending not to. hear. She was pretending not to hear. Like she's pretending not to hear me, and then she's like, "Okay, okay, uh, can you hear me?" And and she finally got on there, and she's like, "He's like, um, who's the real president, Joe Manchin or Joe Biden?" And she's like, "No, no, 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 no." You you sound like a Republican when you say that. Yeah, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. First off, Charlemagne is not a Republican. He just asked a question. Yeah. And um, he he does. I mean, and I know this for sure because he had um, he interviewed um, Rush Limbaugh on his show, The Breakfast Club. So that's another. Uh, and then she's like, she's like, um, it made her look really, really bad. That's another person I don't mind making fun of. But she didn't. She it made her look so bad. So bad. Well, it did. And, but it brings up an interesting point, not just about Joe Manchin, because this was before he came out and said that he was going to kill the Build Back Better bill. So, one, Charlemagne's timing was like on it as far as Yeah, it was. But beyond that, 
it makes you question. Well, I, I don't watch mainstream news, but it should make you question mainstream news outlets, oh, whether it's Fox, MSNBC, uh, CNN, CNN, CNBC, yep, ABC, all those shows, because let's try to go out of Fox or CNN, even though I don't watch CNN and I think they're garbage, but yeah, and, they are. and you have your issues with Fox. Let's, and, and CNN. let's look at the Sunday morning shows, whether it's meet the press or this week or, you know, one of those. Yeah, I have, I have a, an issue with meet the press, at, but I don't, I don't watch uh, this week. So. Okay. But I'm just for an example, babes, cause we always use the same ones. Okay. I don't know who hosts meet the press anymore. Yeah. But imagine if Kamala Harris went on there and the host said, well, who's the real president, Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? They would lose access. And yeah, so exactly. Exactly. It's it's yet another example that our media, for the most part, isn't really looking out for us. Like, of course. And when I say media, I mean the so-called journalism. Uh, uh, of course. I mean, the ones that have been in journalism for a long time, um, they don't. Uh, I mean, they, they know exactly what the truth is and what isn't. And a lot of people are looking for, have, have, have not, um, have stopped listening and watching the mainstream media and looking for alternative outlets because, um, you know, they want to um, make up their own mind. And these these uh, so-called journalists will uh, take a narrative and completely twist it. Or they'll, uh, they'll be fair to one uh, or two people they're interviewing, but they won't be fair to other people. Would you agree? Yeah, and then we have to define what is fair. Does fair mean that they'll criticize them and praise them equally if they do the right or wrong thing, or does fair mean that they'll just like kick, kiss the ass of somebody? Well, let me let me give you an example Go about ahead. that. Now, um, Savannah Guthrie went under fire because um, if you know about uh, Nicholas Sandman, I don't. Nicholas, and I, I'm just to clarify, sorry to interrupt you. I know the name Savannah Guthrie, but I I don't know her. Savannah Guthrie, I, don't know her I work. think is. I think she might be either on CBS or... Oh, no, I'm sorry. She, I think she's on a Today Show. Okay. Anyway, I don't watch it anymore. But uh, Nick Sandman was one of the kids from uh, the Covington Catholic uh, High School in Kentucky. And he was under fire just because he was smiling while this, uh, this uh, racist group was attacking him and his friends. And uh, they were not attacking anyone during that crowd they were trying to get their minds off of what was going on because there's some horrible things happening and um she made him uh out to be a horrible person just for smiling as if he had some malicious intent so uh she she was under fire for that okay i don't know enough about that story but uh oh no, he went after our, he went after the media sources he went after cnn he went after nbc and whoever else interviewed him. I mean, he's, and, uh, uh, Lynn Wood was his attorney and he's been known to have big cases like going after media sources. So uh, when you talk about, I mean, he, she never gave this, this kid a fair shake. 
Yeah, and again, I, I can't really vouch for that because I don't know that situation. But it doesn't surprise me. Now, J-Lo, you wanted to defend a Democrat named Joe Biden. For, or not Joe Biden, no. but Joe Manchin. No, the only right. thing that I would offend him on... And this defend. Is, offend him. Defend. I said defend. You said offend. Forget, I, I meant going. to say defend. I, okay. I said defend. Okay, I love you. Keep going. <gasps> Tell me, you, J-Lo. You... Are you twisting my wood? No, keep going. Okay. Um, now this is, this is how I see it. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, what is she quakey? Um, the build back better bill was a, another overspending bill that would only keep people at home. And it also would, uh, promote this, uh, climate change agenda. So, uh, so people would be getting more money, uh, but it would be, uh, putting, um, putting us in more debt. And, um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I mean, I, I call it the build, the build back broke bill, but you know, that I, I really don't think it would have been good for anybody. Okay. Let me ask you something. Why is it fine to criticize the Build Back Better bill, but it's not fine to criticize the infrastructure bill that they just passed? Oh, no, I criticize the infrastructure infrastructure bill also. Okay. Uh, I, I criticize both bills. I think they're both overspending bills. And, uh, and um, a lot of stuff that was in the infrastructure bill don't even um, have to do with infrastructure. Because infrastructure, as far as I understand it, has to do with building more roads and uh, bridges. And what that bill does, though, is it gives a lot of rights to those bridges to big corporations to tax, to uh, have um, uh, tolls. But my question is, is it really to um, support big corporations or is it to support a uh, climate change agenda? Almost everything that politicians agree on, babes, is done to support big corporations in this country. I don't know if that's actually true, but no, I criticize both bills. Actually, okay. so let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids, so I don't know how this works. But there's something called—I think it's called a child tax credit. I, I've been hearing about that. I don't quite understand what that is. The the way I understand it, though, is that parents, because I do have friends who have kids, they say that you get a certain amount of money each year for your kid, and that's to help with schooling and food and whatnot. Do you do you like that? Do you think that that's good? Well, um, somebody made a point about this, um, child tax credit thing. And he was saying, um, cause somebody was like commenting on this, um, and he was basically saying that, well, that's gonna keep, um, I mean, that's another hand up from the government. Why can't some parents, uh, find a way to have one, two, or three jobs? Cause sometimes, you have to have more than two jobs to support your family. And, um, you know, I understand if people, he said he understood why people, um, would need that if they're on, if they're, if they're coming on hard times. And a lot of people are coming on hard times and having hardship, but he questioned and he said, well, does that mean that, um, outside of that, you should be taking money and taking money and not wanting to, um, be self-reliant and provide for yourself or your, your family. Okay. I, and, and he asked the question, but I don't, I, yeah, that, that's, that's, uh, let, let me, I, I need to counter that. 
And I rarely defend parents because I am not a big fan of parents. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. But I, 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 so, but I am going to defend parents a little bit on this one. And also, to some extent, kids. So, do you think that it's healthy for kids to live in a family where both parents have to have three jobs that they can barely spend time with their kids? I never said that. It was healthy. I just mean, I just think that um, there are times where you have to sacrifice, but you also have to make sure that you're not sacrificing so much that it sacrifices your time with your kids. See, and if somebody has three jobs, like this person was suggesting, well, why don't they just have three jobs instead of the child tax credit? They might be sacrificing so much that it interferes with the development of the kids. he He was talking about that about men and women that are just taking money um instead of doing something about uh their financial situation i don't think he i don't think he was um necessarily uh i mean maybe he could have talked about that but i don't i don't think that um he uh what do you call it um what am I trying to say? Um, I don't know that he he would not have mentioned it, but he was talking about the situation in, in general. Right, but what I'm trying to say is if he's suggesting that a parent could have three jobs – and the implication would be, and I didn't hear this, but so this is what I'm gathering, is that both parents could have three jobs if they're really that concerned about their kids. And my well, thing... Well, three jobs was just a, a number. Right, but it was a number that he threw out, threw out according to you. And my thing is, if both parents in the household are going to have three ki- three jobs and they have little kids, I don't really know if, if it's if that's going to really help the kid if they're never spending time around their parents, because I've been told that parents are supposed to bond with their kids and having three jobs, I think would be, but, but I think, I think you're missing the point here and I'm trying to convey it. Go ahead. Um, and I could go and, and find it again and, and, and listen to the whole entire thing. But, um, I think what he's trying to say that, yes, there are times where parents can't work because they're on hard times and they have financial difficulties, mm-hmm. he's not at all saying that you know pull yourself by pull yourself by your bootstraps and and get off your butts, right? Yeah. He's not saying that. He's just saying, well, sometimes you and he and I don't think he at all was trying to um, make it sound like a parent should be workaholics and not spend time with their kids. I think what he's trying to say that there are times where you have to um, sacrifice time to yourself, um, making time for your kids, but also sacrificing time to to um, make some money to get your get their families in a better position. Okay. I don't think that he at all was trying to. Um, make it so that parents are alco- uh, parents were uh, workaholics. Right, but uh, what I'm saying though, if if he's saying that and also saying a parent should have three jobs if necessary, people are human and do need some time to unwind. So how are parents going to work three jobs a week, unwind, and still have time to be good parents? 
I do that does that doesn't seem realistic to me. I don't, I think you're missing the point here. Okay. It has nothing to do with not spending time with your kids. It has everything to do with being self-sufficient so that your family has food on the table. Right. And, and he was just talking about that in general. It doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't want parents to spend time with their kids. That was just the subject at hand. Okay. With the self-sufficient thing, our economy kind of is in the shitter because of COVID-19 and selling out to big corporations. So it's like that, that presents another issue. Like it's hard to, it's hard out there for a player. And he's not, he's not talking about, you know, right now it's hard for a lot of people. He's not talking like, Oh, everybody has to pull themselves by their bootstraps. But what he's saying is, the government is shelling out a lot, a lot of money, and of course, you know about the um, with the whole stimulus check thing. Uh-huh. But using that as an excuse um, to not uh, to not do for yourself—that's what he has an issue with. Yeah, but but I'm saying he understands the dire need for that. But the government isn't helping. That's what he's trying to say. Well, and my counter argument would be, and again, I don't have the child tax credit because you don't have any kids. I don't have any kids, so I, I don't know how much it is. What I've heard from friends who have kids is that it is very helpful. Um, but I don't get the sense that you could just live off the child tax credit, right? Mm-hmm. I get the sense that it helps a lot. And you still need to work a job in order to have a family. So it's not like I, I okay. And then let me let me just clarify this, okay, okay. Before you go off on another tangent and you don't listen to what I'm saying, I am listening. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, no, I love you. Yes. Um, I think what he's trying to say is, if you need to use it, then that's understandable. Right. If you really need to use it, then it's understandable. But if you don't need it. Don't use it. Okay, and, and, and then we can move on from this because we are starting to get in the weeds. Um, without the Build Back Better bill, the tax credit is going away now. Like, apparently, December is the last month they're going to send out the tax credit for people with kids. And so the people who need it no longer have access to it. And with the Build Back Better bill, they would have had access to it for the next 10 years. Uh, th- th- no, that's the way I understand it. I could have it wrong. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't quite understand that situation um, yet. But it's, um, yeah, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that I can really expound on it because I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know what what all that entails. Yeah, but then there's the other thing of, do you think that we should have more expansions of Medicare and then uh, uh, things like dental? Uh, vision and and all that stuff should be a lot cheaper for people and medication should be cheaper for people. I personally think the answer is obvious. Yes. But what's your take on it? Um, I did hear that medication was very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there are people that have to be on it because they can't afford it or, uh, they qualify for it or what have you. Um, I, I, I don't know where I stand on it. I think, I do think that the, that, uh, if people need, um, drugs, they can get very expensive. Yeah. But, see- I, but I, I, I don't know anything more about that, but I, I, I can't really say where I fall on that. 
the Build Back Better bill would have helped a lot with that. And Joe Manchin killed it. But don't you think, though, despite all that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we can complain about how expensive drugs are. But don't you think that creates more dependence on government assistance when there are people that really do want to go back to work and they don't want to have to depend on the government all the time? I hear what you're saying, but if somebody needs medication for their life, wouldn't you rather them defend, depend on the government for for help with that than die? Um, and also, and sorry, well, sorry. I mean, it's like, and it's also like they are not they're not able to to go uh, through the private sector too. So it's like the government, these government programs. I feel at at times it's like a they try to make it a one size fits all thing. Okay, so there is a there is some truth to that, but I would also make the argument of don't you think that it says that there's something wrong with our system that drug companies are allowed to price people out of medication that could save their lives? Well, and then we can also talk about big pharma because big pharma is a big part of it. Yeah, and big pharma should be um, uh, should be taken down, honestly. I agree, but if we're not going to do that, then shouldn't we at least be able to make medication affordable for people? I mean, you could make the argument then that, well, the government should be concentrating on, on taking down big pharma. But if they're not going to do that, then the least they can do is is this. It subsidized people's I don't know. It's so complicated. I, I just, I don't know. And you do know that Joe Manchin gets a lot of money from big pharma. I don't know about that. Person. And so does Kristen Cinema. Oh. So I'm just saying, babes, you know, before before you praise these people too hard. I never said I was fan of them. I just agreed with that one thing. Oh, give me a kiss. No. Why? Because I don't want to. Why not? Because I don't want to yet. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Uh, All right, now. now. What? Why? Because you said I don't want to yet, and then I waited Because <laughs> I'm a good boy. Now give me a kiss. I don't understand you. Oh, I don't understand you. <laughs> well, Build Back Better is dead and Joe Manchin is getting rich off Okay, of. well, well, here's something that I'm... Uh, did you hear about why um, Bette Midler went under fire? No, uh, and I'm, I... She's not a politician, but go ahead. Now, now, I know that you don't really care for uh, Joe Manchin. No. But a lot of people on both sides went after her because um, I think she was making fun of West Virginians because Joe Manchin is from West Virginia. And I, I thought it was a low blow. I mean, I think she accused the um, people of West Virginia of being illiterate. And I mean, completely um, not just, you know, she, she tweeted this about Joe Manchin, but it ended up being about the state of West Virginia. And um, she she really has no room to talk. She's just a... 70 plus year old has been well i one i didn't see the tweet so i don't know exactly what she said so i can't really comment on it yeah but the upside of the joe mansion thing is apparently voters in west virginia in new polls are starting to turn against them so that gives me some hope for our future are they really that's what they said on secular talk yeah but kyle secular... was saying like the coal miners are starting to turn against. yeah but you. secular talk is another leftist uh no. Leftist, um, uh, what do you call it? Show. Yeah, but. Whatever you would call it. I think Kyle is very fair. I, I really, I really think that if you watched his show, you would get a lot out of it. Mm. It's, it's like, uh, 
you know, it's it's an intelligent lefty commenting on the news. An intelligent an intelligent left wing commentary show. It's exactly the opposite of what uh Sean Hannity is. Intelligent. Uh. <laughs> and on the right side of history. <laughs> correct side of history. No, it's not. It's on the corrupt side of history. Oh my goodness. Because they corrupted it. Oh Bob, you want to give whites to the locals. We can't have that in this country, Bob. Oh Bob <laughs> You gotta look more into it, Bob. <laughs> Mm. You don't want somebody fighting for the working class here. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's. <laughs> I think we should segue out of politics. If we've been on the soapbox for a while now, I know, and I don't think it's one that the soapbox isn't going away. But we're going to put it down for the moment. Thank you, J Lo. Yeah, I am excited to show you Ted Lasso today for the first time. I think you're a little bit apprehensive to watch the show. Yeah, because sometimes when you're like, oh, you're going to love it. It's like Hallmark. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't even like watching Hallmark stuff that much. It's too corny. It's Hallmark if they allowed swearing on it. Please. It, oh, I, but everybody I know who I talk to about the show, and I'm not talking about people who I recommend it to, just people in general, they all say, oh, this is a really good show. You know, I, I haven't heard anybody I in my circle say this show sucks. You haven't heard anybody in your circle say that I can't recommend it to anybody? No. No, and they all kind of have my take on it, which is that it's really corny and wholesome, but that we kind of need a show like that in these times. Hmm. Um, so I'm excited to show you an episode or two of it because they're only 30 minutes long. Okay. And maybe you'll learn about bis- Biscuits with the Boss today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But you're nervous about that. Yeah, because every time you recommend something, it's there's um uh, it's either I'm going to like it or I'm 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 going to I'm going to watch it for a while and I don't want to watch it anymore. Oh, well that's how it is with everything, babe. So you're either going to like it or you're not. Okay. I do think you're going to like this show a lot though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And you'll learn about the Diamond Dogs. Well, you won't learn about that today, but, you know, eventually we'll get there. Sounds like a gang. Oh. The Diamond to, Dogs. You're going to have to keep, well, I was going to say keep watching. You're going to have to start watching the edge. Hey, whoa. Uh-oh. Well, good. Um, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Um, I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to finish the book till Christmas because there's still, um, I still haven't gotten to the part where they, um, I, I'm definitely further along in the book, but yeah. I, I haven't gotten to the part where they meet uh, Ringo Starr yet. Tune in. They don't meet him until years later. Oh. Yeah, they don't meet him. Well, you'll 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 see. Uh, but you're enjoying it, though. I am. I, I think it's really interesting how uh, John, Paul, and George um, met and how they ended up being in the, the Quarrymen together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, going out and, uh, you know, performing as a duo or a trio. And, yes. Um, I mentioned this to you yesterday when um, there was a recollection that they talked about where John and Paul would go to uh, John's stepdad's place and break stuff. Nice. And they would leave. Like, they would vandalize whatever it was, and then they would leave. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's terrible. Very good, the AJ Wall. And I just didn't like this guy. Yeah. It's a great book, though. Yeah, it is. There's some things, things in there that are pretty funny. Yes, yes. I haven't been doing a lot of reading this month, uh, but that's okay. It's a slow month for me. It, it, yeah, and, you know, it's getting colder, and it's okay that, you know, you know it's okay that you're not uh, reading this month. Um, I will say off of reading, 
I'm I'm a little bit a little bit stressed just because there's there's some forms that both of us have to fill out. Mm-hmm. I I won't get too far into it. But I'm a little bit worried about like, well, how am I going to fill out this one? Um, how am I going to fill out the other one? Um, and I hate filling out paperwork. I don't like it either. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I don't, I wish we didn't have to do it. I know. It's part of life though. But yeah, uh, but I won't go too far into that. Um, Good. so, but I hope that, um, my stress, uh, eventually dissipates. Nice, nice. Uh, I was going to bring up NFTs in my rabbit hole, but I feel that that's a longer discussion and it's getting kind of late in the day and I do want to show you Ted Lasso. So maybe we say that we will table NFTs to probably tomorrow, if that's good with you. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about, babes? Uh, what time is it now? It's getting close to two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, we we normally would not um have uh a uh podcast this late in the afternoon, but that's what happened. Somebody so, was sweeping. I was. Yes, I slept for a little while too. So, you know, it's all good in the. Hood. What did you do after you woke up? I watched YouTube videos. Oh. Nothing really that exciting though. I watched some uh breaking points, which I usually watch. And then, uh, that was about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Very good, Deji. Whoa. Well, unless there's anything else you want to say. Um, I don't think so. Oh, I, I say we, uh, make out a little bit and then I show you Ted Lasso. Okay. Okay, let's start. Let's see if we're compatible if we can kiss. (laughs) Okay. Oh, good. Bye, Bye bye. Bye bye. It's getting late.